A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney, so what? So what? Uh, it's the uh, It's been the weekend of the first uh, weekend of the Premier League season, football's back. Um, I mean, proper football was back last weekend, but, you know, Premier League's back. Yeah. Uh, have you enjoyed it, Sam? The glitzy stuff, the glitzy football. Yeah. Yeah, have you enjoyed the introduction of VAR into the Premier League? Because that's what we're all talking about, isn't it? Ah, there'll be a lot of chat about VAR, and my worst thing about VAR is the amount of chat there's going to be about yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, I watched West Ham yesterday, and there was all the stopping and starting. Yeah. I didn't go to the game, I watched it on the box. And um, there was a lot of stopping and starting going on for each of the goals. I didn't care because it was Manchester City goals and most of them were like we were already getting thrashed anyway so I thought well we're losing this either way what difference does another one make there's no jeopardy yeah. if it had been West Ham goals I I would have in yeah. some ways made it more exciting because we would have scored and they go oh wait and then you all have to wait and you get extra excited yeah. and then they go yes it was a goal and you go, yay! Or they go, no, it's not a goal. And then all the Cockneys get the right arsehole because of the injustice yeah. of it. Right? And you start, obviously, making accusations against Millwall, the FA, yeah. Um, yeah. Keith Hackett, Paul Lintz, yeah. Frank Lampard, yeah. Sean Bean, and all of our other enemies who are probably behind VAR. Anyway, mm. I just thought, the main thing I thought was, oh, fucking hell, everyone's going to be talking about this, aren't they? People are, that's what the game's all about, isn't it? Talking points. People love it. That's what the game's all about. <laughs> it's about opinions. It's about talking points. <laughs> it's because we're so passionate. Fuck off. I don't care. Have the VAR, so don't got... have the VAR. Couldn't care less. <laughs> Best part of my weekend was, during Manchester United uh, versus Chelsea just now, I managed yeah. to steal... A lovely 20-minute sleep. Did you? And that's not a reflection on the quality of the game. I thought the game was great. I was enjoying it, but I've been watching football all weekend. I'm feeling a bit fatigued. I don't know why. Maybe I'm a bit under the weather. And it's good, isn't it? Because you're sitting there, sitting in my brother's living room. He's got a nice comfy sofa. And I just drifted away. It was still 1-0. And when I came to, it was 3-0. And I thought, lovely. Lovely did, stuff. Did, did you think, oh shit, I've missed two goals. I need to see those two goals. Nah. Or did you just think, nah, fuck it. Nah. nah of course, not much I of the deal later I'm on, glad I slept through them. Well, because I, the main thing I, is, if you think about it, it presents more nap opportunities to yeah. football season. Because when it's not the football season, there is no way I would justify or even think about sitting... Like I wouldn't say to my family, oh, by the way, gang... I'm just going to sit in front of the telly and watch four back-to-back episodes <laughs> of Dick Turpin on yeah. DVD this afternoon. And there's nothing That's you what can I'm do doing this afternoon. Yeah. On my own. Yeah. Or like with my brother. Do you know what I mean? And my dad or something. 
And uh, they'd go, what, have you gone mad? Have you had a breakdown? Are you depressed? <laughs> right? The answer to all of those would arguably be yes Possibly, in either yeah. situation. Yeah. But the, um, but like, you know, in, when it's the football season, you can say the football's on and people are like, oh yeah, okay. Sam's mm. watching the football. And then what you do is, I'm not saying you always go into it with the intention of a nap, but a nap will creep up on Naps you in a situation like that. On a Sunday afternoon, a nap it's going to creep up, it's going to tap you on the shoulder, and it's going to whisper in your ear, night, night, sleep well, gentle prince. And then <laughs> off I drift into dreamland. And then when I wake up, it's great. It's 3-0. I got to see the fourth yeah. while I was still rubbing my eyes and trying to work out let where the r- fuck I was and what was happening. Winkle. And then the game's over. Great, go yeah. home. I'll tell you what the highlight of my afternoon was. And it's on a very similar wavelength. Uh, Realising the the Manchester United match didn't kick off till four thirty because that allowed me to schedule a nap. That was what oh, I did. I had one yeah. between Newcastle Arsenal and United Chelsea. That's good. An intergame that nap is Dawson Logistics for you there at its finest. Yeah, that is Andy Dawson Logistical and Solutions I, in action. I, I retreated to my bed. I set mm. the timer on my oh. iPhone for twenty five oh. minutes. Because anything You're longer, a fucking genius. Anything longer, you go deep, and the last thing you want to do is go deep. You need to be woke up. You can't afford it. So you can't. We, you know, when you when you're operating at the top of your podcasting game like you are, mate, yeah. you cannot afford to be going deep in the middle of the day because it ultimately it will cost you money. Fucks. That's it, pod minutes. If I'd gone to sleep and it had gone on for an hour and twenty minutes here, I'd be a mm. wreck by now. I'd be a zombie. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not. No, I'd say, Mister. After West Ham City, I took to my bed. Mm. Um, it, was, it was part. Of, I, was, I was very upset by the result, even though I'd I'm seen it coming. Yeah, I went off to bed because it had knocked me for six, <laughs> <laughs> emotionally, mentally, and physically. And I got under the duvet, and uh, and I woke me up about half an hour later with a cup of tea, which is oh, lovely. That's lovely. Yeah, yeah. So, and then I drove over to my brother's. Watched Tottenham Villa, mm. stayed the night there, got up and just carried on watching football this morning. All the way through. Brilliant. Good stuff. Um, I mean, you know, football, as you described the other day, is essentially a child's game. Yeah, and that, that it's a stayed game for with babies. me. That stayed with mm. me over the weekend, especially when I did a tweet mm. castigating XG on Twitter last night, and it, it smoked out all of the. Uh, I described them as um, box room dwelling virgins. Because XG is still on match of the day. You know, that mm. bit in the, the post-match interview with the managers and stuff, and they rattle through some stats on the screen. XG is still there, and no one knows what it's yeah. for or what it's about or what purpose it serves. And I would, I don't know what percentage of match of the day viewers look at it. Do you look at it? Do you pay attention to it? I'd, I've not, I watched match of the day last night, and it didn't even register with me no. that it was happening. Uh, you know, if things come up on screens all the time, you get used to it. Um, but like being the Terminator, isn't it? Now. Yeah, it's like being Robocop. Something Information like flashing in front of your eyes, yeah. and I've sort of trained myself to just keep my just eyes on Lineker. No one else, <laughs> just Lineker. Because I feel safe. As long as I'm looking at Lineker, you feel I feel like safe. All right. I know what's happening. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much an old man now. Yeah, we both I'm 44. Are. I, I can't, you know, I, I'm, I know what my brain can and can't handle. I yeah. know what's going to trigger me. And I know how to avoid it. And I just enter into a situation like that and think, keep your eyes on Lineker. 
they're going to try and distract you with other with data, yeah, images, sounds, Alan Shearer, all of these different things. Just stay focused on Lineker. If they cut to a shot where Lineker isn't in frame, like they do an mm. isolated shot of Shearer or of Wrighty, shut your eyes. Mm. Okay. Actually, uh, Wrighty's all right. I like I like to look at him. Yeah, right. Um, good. If it's Shearer, I shut my eyes. No, yeah, no offense to Alan Shearer. He's, he's a nice guy, but I just feel safe with Lineker. And they, they've got a brand new set as well on Match of the Day, which seem, they seem to have widened it, and it, it's fucking mm. vast and space age. And I'm, I'm not even sure how much of it is real and how much of it is CGI. If you went mm. into the studio, it would probably just be like them sitting on next to some tea chests with just like a green yeah. background or something. And I, I, I don't, I don't think I can trust it. No, Do you know what I mean, I want to be able to trust what I'm looking at. But never mind. It's good that it's back. I don't know. I think, I think just one note on the set. It's like, it was enormous, and I was surprised and shocked and, and intimidated by it. Mm. And I thought, they just feel like this show's been going on for so long, they have to do something Something with more. It. We have to make it so more. So they go, well, what, what, let's do something with a set. And you can imagine thinking, well, do we make it modern and space-age? Should they be floating in space mm. or... You know, should it be like digital and should, or should we, oh, someone said, should we make it like Snapchat? Because that's what the kids are all into. Or should we make it like Arsenal TV and they're all just outside the stadium shouting and things like that, right? Maybe that's the the conversation. And in the end, they went round and round and round in circles on their creative committees at the BBC. And the only thing they could agree on was, well, let's just, let's just make it bigger. Much, much bigger. Yeah. It's very, That's it. it's very, and see if people respond to that. It's very cocaine isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. Never mind. They should just have more behind a desk like Jimmy Hill used to be. There's fucking nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong to get... The, the, the interesting thing about the, guest, the desk is that you don't know what's hidden underneath. Exactly. Yeah, And they could even bring better. up anything, a prop, yeah. a toy, or anything like that at any point. They could all be fucking bollock naked under that desk and you'd have no idea. Yeah. And you remember Noel's, um, Noel Edmonds, when he did Swap Shop, he had a desk, and old Posh Paws would turn up, wouldn't he? Yeah, bollock and naked. They, they could they could have thought about a little um, a puppet <laughs> assistant or something like that yeah, for or Gary. Like Gordon the Gopher, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and he comes in and makes some gags. Actually, talking of that, new season, new banter. Oh, yeah. I switched on Sky Sports 1 on Saturday morning because it felt a bit like it's a bit like Christmas it's like right it's the first day of the Premier League season mm. I want to get I want to dive straight into everything or like cup final right. day but, where you get all the build up you felt like you needed to drink it all in I, uh, I I switched on Sky Sports and there was a banter show I don't know what it's called I don't know if I dreamt it but it was just <laughs> soccer, two lads soccer AM <laughs> was this a new thing it was it was beyond Soccer AM. Oh, Christ. It was like Soccer AM through the looking glass. Yeah. Soccer AM, it has banter at its heart, but there's all yeah. sorts of other accoutrements. There's a set, there's an audience, there's little video inserts. This was like... You remember when MTV used to do MTV... Um, what did they call it? Unplugged. Yeah. This was like Soccer AM Unplugged because it was just pure banter. Right. Banter in its purest form, yeah. like distilled banter, did, like did, you'd get in a test tube in a Bantz laboratory. Were, were there words and phrases that you didn't understand? Loads. Fuck. There was two lads sat on one side on a sofa. Mm. Between them, I think there was a low-level coffee table. Nothing wrong with that. And on 
on another sofa facing them was two other guys. Yeah. And the, it, the set was bare. So it was a bit like a bare knuckle fight. A bunter battle. Yeah. And they, and this is this is one element of it that worried me. And I don't know if this is a, a, a part of the format or not. But on one side, you had the two men were white. And on the other side, the two men were brown skinned. And I hope to God that is not a, a, an actual formatted bit of the show. And that they're making this... Banter, banter battles along racial lines because mm. that would be wrong. Could they not have maybe but, ended with a grime version of Ebony and Ivory or something like that to unite? I don't them? know because I didn't stay. I didn't stay to the around. end. But okay. there, it was like it was live banter, and uh, there didn't seem to be a script. There was just a lot of sort of like mad. Yeah, you boys. To be fair, to be fair though, bruv. To be fair, he's decent. <laughs> decent. To be fair, you boys must know that, innit? Hey. I tell you what, Harry Maguire's got a big head, isn't he? Ah, bruv. You can't say that. It's, it is massive, bruv. It's like a planet. Hey, bruv. I've got, got to be serious, though, boys. There's a few big heads in this studio right now. Oh, no. Oh, Sick no. You know? Oh, oh, you know, everyone waves their hands in the air yeah. like he's just fucking said, I hope you get cancer. Yeah. But in fact, all he said is, I think you've got a big head. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sky and won. so that was Sky won that there was, again. That was interesting again chasing a, a demographic that doesn't watch television anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I point. suppose it's that. I mean, listen, who am I to criticise it? Like I say, I'm an old man, yeah. and it's not aimed at me. No. But I found it fascinating, almost in an anthropological way. Good. So, new season, new banter, new var, great. It's a confusing world, yeah. but you know, if you just follow some simple things like the just look at Gary technique yeah. then you can get through it too I've got to say my overriding sort of take from the weekend is just a feeling of creeping unease and, but I think that's, that comes back to us being old I'm 47 now and I'm at that peak now I'm halfway through my life let's say I'm assuming I'm going to get to 94 and yeah. it's now I'm, I've reached the top and I'm on the downward slope now and things are beginning to worry and confuse and frighten me Mm. And it's only going to get worse, so bring it on. Do you, do you feel life's going to get worse for you consistently yeah, from now yeah. till you die? Well, yeah, because really? what happens is all your friends start dying and all the jokes. You've heard all the jokes before, so, you know, mm. fucking nothing. But what about this new banter? I, 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 I can't get into the new banter. I can't hook no. into it. It's not for me. But, I mean, yeah, the thing is, Andy, Harry Maguire does have a big It's massive, head. isn't it? Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. So. That's something. That's... I mean, yeah. we could get. There's loads you can we joke about. Talk big about heads. That more, perhaps, on this podcast. Well, we'll, we'll think of an item that we can yeah, do on we'll, on the reg. We'll probably be all right on the reg. Can you create like a one of those audio stings? But it's about Harry Maguire's big head banter. I try to. Yeah, mm. you'll have to see. Then it will remind us to do a little bit every week. You'll have to see it, and then, can... I'll, then I'll warp it into the. Okay. Right. Harry Maguire's got a big headband, Lovely. Shall we have a look at the predictions that we did before the weekend? Let's do you remember it. that? Yeah. Here we go. Started off Liverpool versus Norwich Friday night. Yeah. Um, Pooh and Norwich. They had a good go, didn't they? But fucking no idea about defending. Awful. No. Um, but uh, it'll get better for them, probably. So you said 3 0 to Liverpool. I yeah. said 4 0 to Liverpool. I was sickened when Norwich got a goal back because I thought yeah. that was it. I thought it was done and dusted at 4-0. Uh, results, but he said 1-0. Uh, 
Um, so we all get a point there. Nobody saw Watford nil, Brighton three, hurtling towards yeah. us. So we all said Watford home win. No points for that. Um, Burnley three, Southampton nil. Me and you both went for a two nil. Yeah. We didn't think Burnley had three goals in them, but they did. Results, but of course, said one nil. A point each for that. None of us saw Palace drawing with Everton. So no points there. And Bournemouth versus Sheffield United finished 1-1. You said 2-0 to Sheffield. Sorry, to Bournemouth. I said 1-1. Get in there! Three points to Laney. Fuck it now. And Results Spot said 1-0, of course. So after week one, you and Results Spot are on two points. I am on five points. Wow. How do you feel? I'm feeling like it's already in the bag. I don't want to sound too arrogant, but I'm feeling mm. like it's already in the bag. Because if you remember, towards the end of last season, I was gradually creeping towards you. I was top so of you're the form this table. Is con- this is a, just a continuation of what uh-huh. you... And exactly you you're just continuing now. you left off last season. You have established yeah. quite a big lead. You've established a three-point lead, mate. I have in week one. And I think it'll be mm. done and dusted by Christmas. But, um, you know, yeah, I feel downhearted. We'll Never yeah. mind. It's been, just to be honest, other than the kip, it's been a shit football weekend for me. Mm. We lost the we we lost five nil. Um, I've started playing fantasy league for the first time in years. Oh, I, I gave why? it up years ago because it's just fucking stupid. It's too much admin. Well, because Len's got really into it, right? And uh, massively into it. Oh yeah, do you want a bit of um? Do you want a bit of uh, news for that I picked up about the Leniverse <laughs> yeah, over the weekend? Of course I do. Do you want to know why Hammersmith United and Putney, I can't remember what Putney are called, they might just be called Putney, um, <laughs> have such a massive, massive rivalry between them? Nope. I always thought because they were, they were relatively local. They're not very local, they're not neighbours, Putney and Hammersmith, but they're fairly local, right? Yeah. To each other. And he went, no, it's not that. They used to not really have much of a problem with each other until one year in both games, home and away, when they met each other, um, they had... uh, Hammersmith United had several penalties. I don't know how many Mm. awarded against them, awarded to Putney against them that were very dubious. They resulted in Hammersmith United being relegated and it was subsequently proved that Putney had paid a corrupt referee to award them penalties Fuck. in those games. Yeah, in the Leniverse, I didn't think. Cor- yeah, in, you know, it, there's no Hitler in the Leniverse, so I didn't think there'd be there's no war. corruption. There's Shit. no war. There was no Falkland Islands dispute. No, of course, I don't even know if there are any Falkland Islands, but definitely there is corruption and that is what soured relations between and I think Putney like Juventus was sent right down to the lowest division oh right yeah and even maybe banned from playing football for a while but now they've bounced back and that's the, the kind the of thing you don't forget the rivalry lives on. yeah you don't no, forget that kind of thing not. do you right good good mm. to know jalapeño Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Jalapeño. I mean, Earth Tournament must be imminent in August. It's the weekend after next. Is it? Uh, there, there's nothing to report on that. Ever since we heard about the goalkeeper's diarrhoea healing, there's been no further injury upsets. Um, so, is I that, don't know. I think... Is that not the weekend when we're both away on holiday and are planning to do no episodes? I think it might oh, be, yeah. Oh, shit. It's going to be agonising, but we're just going to have to update people on social media. Yeah, we'll work something out, don't worry. And then I'll do a whole um, review... What we should do is when we get back is we should do a full review. You know, like the BBC at the end of a World Cup, we'll do a special one and a half hour episode where they look back on yeah. the tournament that was the the highlights, the big talking points, the best goals, the funniest haircuts and all of that. I think we'll yeah. do a special one hour episode that looks back on the whole of Earth tournament um, at, at the end of August. Okay, we'll do that. That's something for everyone to look forward to. Whinge. The people that whinge continuously about Earth Tournament can fuck yeah. off, basically, and not listen to that one. Good. Yeah. Deal. Um, do you want to rate some stuff? Let's get rated. I've just put um, a shout-out on Twitter before we did this. Mm. Anything you want us to rate in the next episode, and the mm. we've been inundated. Um, I'll just mm. go through some of the best ones. Uh, Guts it, Gary says, can you rate Biology by Girls Aloud? Ten. Oh, I'll give that a 10. Yeah, of course. Um, mm. uh, Glenbor says different types of finger, i.e. index, middle, little, etc. Um, Good question. Index finger, I'd give that, that a 10. That's the best one. It's the best finger, yeah. 10. Middle yeah. finger, um, well, I mean, you know, it's got a few uses of that and think of that are a bit unsavoury, but I'd, so I'd give that a 9. <laughs> Yeah, that's my that's a big action finger. <laughs> yeah, the index finger is just your yeah. best friend. It's a Swiss Army yeah, knife. It is the middle finger is your action finger. It is. It's fingering, um, and it's the big and it's the middle finger. Yeah, give that yeah. a nine. L- now, little the finger, one after that. What do you call this it's, one? It's the ring, the ring, the ring finger. finger, isn't it? Shittest finger. Yeah, I'd give What's that it do? a three. Nothing. I'd give it a three. You could live without it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pointless. It's wasting your time. It's wasting valuable hand space. If if I was in a, um, a kidnap situation and they said, right, mm. we're going to chop off one of your fingers. I'd go, no problem. Hour, as long as it's that one, go, mate. Take that one, yeah. I'll do, take I'll do that it one, for take you. Take both. Give us the fucking One off each hand, mate. Two for one fucking offer. There you go. Have them both. <laughs> Send them both in the post. You do it as a favour. <laughs> Fucking drive me mad. Fucking I want to actually get this and I want to replace one with a corkscrew and the other one with a toothpick. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking upgrade the hand straight away. Get looking for a hand upgrade. Fucking stupid finger. Give that a two. <laughs> Little finger. Ah, oh, you've got to love it, yeah, haven't you? Yeah, it's, it's there. It's like baby finger, isn't it? It's cute. Yeah, give yeah. it a seven. Yeah. What about the thumb? It's lovely. You the now, thumb? the thumb... He's an ugly bastard, but fuck me, it's what separates us from the animals, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you'd miss the it, The opposable you? thumb. You'd miss it. You can't I'd... live without it. You've got to give it a high score. It's getting yeah. a nine. Yeah. The one point's knocked off is because it's ugly. Yeah. And it's, well, it's not as good as, as the first finger, the index finger. No. 
Okay, right. fair enough. Um, what Just else? Have good we question. Got? Yeah, very good. Good rating that. Um, Willie Stewart says, "Can you rate dogs?" Ah, <laughs> ten. Ten. Um, I get I've, a few people sent me pictures of dogs to rate, and I said, "Individual." Simple dogs. thing is, right? Yeah, I just I don't want to get into that. I just rate all dogs at ten. Yeah, that's it. It's a blanket ten. I mean, my dog's a prick, but I still give him a ten. Still give him a ten. He's a dog. dog. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the year thirty-four. I'm not familiar with the year thirty-four. Don't know it, but instinctively, I'll give it a six. Yeah. Okay. Don't know where it I'm goes. I'm not going to commit. I'm not going to commit to it. Okay. Um, what else we got? Kieran says, "Can you rate crisps? Ten, obviously. Um, yeah, crisps are ten. Again, I don't want to rate different types of crisps because it will get so. If we go into subcategories, it will get so complicated. It'll take up everyone's time. So let's just say all crisps like dogs are ten. Yeah, um, and I think the people who hand loaded in the mid nineties will come after us for stealing their ideas. They did a crisp world cup, they didn't did, they? Yeah, yeah, they started all that. Um, car hire companies. I mean, that's you know, it's, it's all hit and miss, isn't it? Well. These you, days, it's mostly miss. You've had bad experiences not, there. Do you want us? To, do you want to trigger my car hire experience? No. Again, probably no, no. not. No one wants to hear about that. But that was Avis, and they are one of the most prestigious and well known. Do you want to rate them? Right, Avis. Yeah. Avis get a two. Two. And the only reason they get a, those two points would have been a naught, but they did end up refunding me everything. Mm-hmm. But that was only because of my sustained and, some people would say, slightly demented tirade on social media that I launched against them. Yeah. And that took up a lot of energy, didn't it? Mm. Um, it, it, Also, you could say it stripped me of a certain amount of dignity in the eyes of the public who witnessed it all. I had interventions from people I knew and some who I didn't sending me private messages saying, Sam... This is ridiculous. Dial Calm it down. down. A bit. Yeah. Dial it down. So all of these things I had to I go through I, I, I just in, in order to get the so. refund. You you found it entertaining. You wanted to see how far you could push me to yeah, the edge. Yeah. But yeah. It, ultimately, you know, they yeah they gave me a refund, but that's because I launched war on them, and I'm Sam Delaney. I'm a man. Mm. I'm an influential figure. But if if I was just Johnny on the street, right? who didn't have the energy or the, like, you know, mental fragility to launch that kind of campaign on social media, they wouldn't have paid a penny. And you know me, I am always fighting for the little guy, right? Mm. And the little guy can expect fuck all from Avis. I I think they rely on people being mentally feeble and fragile and mm. not chasing it up in the way that you did. And I think you surprised them. But I, I think it, it, it's it's factored in. You know, they'd have expected at least one. I reckon one. all of their databases, right, were fucking flashing. Avis yeah. HQ nerve in, their vol- in their nerve centre in a volcano somewhere, right, yeah. in the Pacific. All of the fucking, all of their global monitors were going, beep, 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 beep. And they were going, you know what's going on? They had to call up Sir John Avis, Sir John Avis the yeah. third, right? grandson or great-grandson of sir john avis who started out in the victorian era renting out horse and carts and uh he had to attend and they said we've got a big problem this character sam delaney and he goes get me a profile up now 
and then suddenly a profile <laughs> like in Minority Report. Sam Delaney, age 44. <laughs> Mentally unstable. <laughs> Tinderbox. <laughs> yeah. T- <laughs> Tinderbox. What what's he do? He does a podcast with this man, Andy Dawson, forty seven, Sunderland. <laughs> yeah, well what can we shut him down? No, he's gone no. he's gone um he's gone pretty public. If he disappears now, people are gonna start asking yeah. big questions. It's a it's a podcast past. Podcasts are rogue. We, they don't come under off yeah. supervision. There's nothing we can they do. Can't, we can't delete him now. He's got no boss. We're going to have to try and appease him. <laughs> That's what they did. Yeah. Well, um... Do you know... Listen to this. Go on. I have a tweet, which I think is still pinned on my profile, that was a picture of... It's an ad when I was in the Westfield Shopping Centre out the front of a new... One of the shoe shops. Can't remember what it's called. I'm going to look out now. And it was, they for some Dulcis. reason, they had chosen to... Sorry? Dulcis? No, it wasn't Dulcis. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, rate Dulcis. Mm, Dulcis seven. was all right. Seven for Dulcis. Yeah, give it a seven. Right. Uh, it was... Oh, I don't have a pinned tweet anymore. Anyway. It was an ad, and they had... And it was for a shoe shop, and they had Jamiroquai and Joan Collins in it. Fucking and Jamiroquai hell. was dressed up in his Jamiroquai clothes, doing a dance move. And Joan Collins was holding a parrot. And it just said, coming soon, this new shoe shop. And I did a... a pi- uh, I took a picture of it and did the sort of thing as mm. if I was the owner of the shoe shop, saying, we're launching a new shop. I need some star quality get me Jamiroquai and Joan Collins now for the ad, right? Sort of like lampooning the fact that it was an ill-thought-through kind of random... Anyway, fun, whatever. Got a few likes and retweets. Um, Nothing on a sort of an Andy Dawson level, but, you know, people seem to like it. And uh, a friend of mine uh, and a colleague of mine, someone you might know, she was doing some freelance work for them, Right. right, for their PR department. Yeah. And she told me, this is like months, like six months later, she told me that it was a, <laughs> that that tweet, when it went sort of, not viral, but I think it got to like about a thousand like, likes or whatever, <laughs> that they called a meeting with the fucking PR bigwigs and social media people. And it was a crisis meeting and that they, they rethought the poster and their social media strategy and spoke rage about how they were going to respond to the tweet and stuff like that. Oh, great. And uh, she walked in and was like, they were talking about, they go, yeah, uh, earlier this year, you probably know, we had a big, big issue with um, a guy called Sam Delaney. <laughs> Uh, did a tweet that uh, really uh, caused us a lot of problems, PR-wise. Yeah. And uh, she said, because it was her first day and she hadn't quite grasped quick enough how serious they So she went, oh, yeah, that's my mate did that. It was well funny, wasn't it? Ah! And everyone sort of went really solemn face. Went, uh, no, actually. Um, we had to cancel our contract with both JK and Joan Collins. <laughs> yeah. So it just goes to show. You don't know whose lives you're affecting no, that's when it. you do a funny that's on the it. Twitters. It's like Domino Toplin. Mm. You can get out of control really quickly. <laughs> my One of my favourite adverts of recent years is that Joan Collins one for Snickers, do you remember? Where she, where oh, she got, yeah. Zip it, shrimpy! Do you remember that catchphrase? <laughs> zip it, shrimpy. Zip it, shrimpy, because that's what sort of lads say in the dressing room, stuff is. like that, yeah. isn't it? 
Yeah. Zip. Zip it, shrimpy. <laughs> Can you imagine the ad people writing that? No. What you need to do, where the humour is going to stem from, is using authentic, the authentic, gritty, earthy language of the common football supporter. Banter or of the locker room. Foot, or footy fan, as they would call themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and there will be an inherent irony when it is Joan Collins using their crude vernacular. We're just tipping it on its head, completely. <laughs> what you need to do is get really under the skin of the football player and supporter in 2018 <laughs> and come up with some phraseology <laughs> that feels authentic from them to give to Joan. Okay, we've worked on that for the last six months at the expense of our client, we've and we've come up with the following phrase. <laughs> We've workshopped it, we've focus grouped it, we've brainstormed it. Um, we've come up with this, zip it, shrimp it. I fucking love it. I love it. That's it. Done. You've nailed it. Zip it, shrimp it. It's the sort of thing they say. We're doing that. Joan will love this. Of course. And it's still memorable to this day, so it did its job, didn't it? Yeah, there it did. Yeah, zip it, shrimp. Hashtag zip it, shrimpy. Might get some t-shirts yeah, with that, mate. Yeah, definitely. Up. We'll nick that. Um, a couple more. Yeah. Danny Housen says, can you rate Pat Rice? Um, seven, <laughs> six. Just a six of Pat Rice. Um, where are we? Phil James says, "Can you rate slipping on wet decking?" I'd give that a zero. Zero. It's nothing. You worse. Do, I mean, you could break something. Yeah. You could break your collarbone. The, the, the fear when you do that. Because on you your think, way down, you, think, you could have well, a heart attack. Sometimes before. you go down. Sometimes you don't. Just that point of fear where you think, "Am I going oh. down here, or am I not? Am I going to survive this?" Imagine if, imagine this, right? Imagine if you slipped, and the fear that your body felt, the fear and adrenaline yeah. that rushed through your body at that point triggered a massive heart attack, yeah, a fatal heart attack, exactly. right? But the irony was, was you actually did end up back on your feet, stable, but died anywhere. You had died of a heart attack from shock. <laughs> Could you sue the like, decking people the for that? You are. Could you sue the decking people for that? Not if, not if you're dead. Not if you're dead. But your widow could, and then she could reinvest the money and in get a in a rig. fucking awesome ri- widow's rig. <laughs> hey, there we I'll are. Be like, it's Anna, Anna, right? If I ever go down on that decking, right? Which let's be, let's face it, could happen, right? It does get wet. Autumn's coming. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and we, we we could have wet decking issues, and sooner or later, I'm either going to slip crack my skull open and die from that or slip keep my foot in but then die of a massive fatal heart attack triggered by the, the shot yeah if that happens Anna I want you to sue the decking company for every penny they've got I want, and I want, I want you, you to, to avenge have the best, my death <laughs> I want you to avenge my death and the best revenge is having the greatest widow's rig that yeah. has ever existed in this country right yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm talking Mini fridge, pinball machine, right? More Kleenex tissue boxes in floral wrapping yeah. than than you can even dream of. She, you know what she could do? She could display it at the ideal widow's rig show at Earl's Court. <laughs> yeah, at London's Olympia, yeah. Yeah, wherever oh, it no, is. Or uh, no, yeah, Earl's Court, they do it wherever now, don't they? they? Do it, yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. Um, finally, one more. Who's the face of that? Who's probably the, the, the most fi- famous widow? Oh, I know. It would. Uh, uh, is Joan Plowright dead now? Joan she Plowright. was Lawrence. 
I don't know. Was she Lawrence Olivia's? Who was Lawrence Olivia's Fuck, wife? I don't know. Maybe dear Maggie Smith. Is she not it? No, I, I don't know. If she's a widow. Okay, let's think of another good widow. Still a black um, one, but then she died as well. She's dead. We want living well, we'll, widows. We'll this just is get the listeners to, to suggest to listeners, us who Britain's give us greatest Britain's widow greatest, greatest widow. Tonight on Channel Five, Britain's favourite widow. Widows. Britain's favourite widow with former Radio <laughs> One DJ Mike Reed. Right, he presents it. <laughs> um, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Oh, I know. The widow of the Scottish widow widows. of John, the widow of John Thor. Yes, Sheila you know Hancock. who I'm talking about. Sheila Hancock has got to be Britain's she favourite is widow. Definitely, yeah. No doubt. Imagine the fucking rig out she's got. I'm calling off that shout out for Britain's best widow. <laughs> There's no need for anyone to submit it. anything. We've done it. It's Sheila we've Hancock. We've done it. You can't beat that. Sheila Hancock's Britain's best widow, and. <laughs> <laughs> the rig out that she must have, I don't know. If any of our illustrator friends want to, like, imagine what Sheila Hancock's widow's rig is like, then please yeah. do it. Deliver whatever you can. We're not going to stop you. There mm. it is. That's it for this episode. The Premier League is back, <laughs> and we have announced who Britain's best widow is. So there we are. We'll be back with uh, a mailbag episode probably on Tuesday. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye.